You ready for this? I'm ready. Welcome to the very first Mountain Misfits podcast. That's all about Vita and Rad's adventures together. Okay. So that's what this is all about. So we have this life of adventure together. So we're hikers. You're a fitness fanatic. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fitness uh, novice at best. <laughs> no, you're pretty good. Nature lovers. We both are. And, we're naturalists. And life partners living life in the mountains. Yes. So on this podcast, uh, we're just going to talk about our adventures, some gear reviews, things that are on our minds, just everything outdoor adventure related. Sure. How does that sound? That sounds perfect to me. I think it's our milieu. Our milieu. Oh, did I mispronounce it? No, no, you were totally right. I just like the use of the word milieu. <laughs> <laughs> it's our forte. But I, right. I was thinking, like, for the listeners, the most important thing they can do is just relax and take a listen. And hopefully you find a couple little tidbits you find entertaining or educational. Educational. Ed- educational. That's what we're going for. So... Very first episode. How do you feel being back on a microphone? Um, we've done this before, uh, where we used to have our be a radio show, mm-hmm. and you used to be the host. Mm-hmm. I was just there along for the ride. Mm-hmm. So you had most of the responsibility while I had all the fun. <laughs> and now? Uh, it feels exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> I have all the responsibility. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. That's not so bad. So um, let's kind of start off with, not a hard question, but let's start off with an adventure we've had lately. Um, we made our first winter trip. To Glacier National Park. Uh-huh. That was my first time ever being in Glacier in winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, every time we went to Glacier, it was in spring and summer. Mm-hmm. And fall. So this was completely new and different. Uh, I was hoping to be able to get a glimpse of the mountains with all the snow. But unfortunately, there was lots of clouds and an inversion. So... There was no peaks to be seen. <laughs> it was kind of living like, a, what do they call it, life inside a ping pong ball? <laughs> it totally was. Uh, not that it was a disappointment because uh, Glacier is kind of my happy place and I love being there. And mm-hmm. It was still pretty regardless, but uh, maybe next time we'll do it on a sunny day so I can see the mountain peaks. That would be ideal. Yeah. It? Yeah. Compared yeah. to that we had, but we went up. Um, to fish lake yeah a frozen fish lake which was a thoroughly enjoyable hike we had uh our buddy who's in the witness protection program (laughs) (laughs) so john was along for the trip yeah and um what was about just under just over six miles or just under six miles yeah it felt like a walk in the park mostly because Mm. you and i (laughs) are used to hiking (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly why you and I train because I want us to train so hard so that we're we're when we're out out we're <laughs> when we're adventuring out and about mm-hmm. it we can actually enjoy it rather than endure it or persevere it. Right, right. You know, I want it to feel to feel like a walk in the park. Right. 
And I, so we can do more of it, and then you know you don't get back home half dead and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, we had plenty of energy on the way back home for sure. Oh yeah. So I was I was thinking it, it's a great trail. You take off right from the Lake McDonald Lodge yeah. parking lot, and you go up towards Spiri Glacier. You're on the the Spiri Glacier Trail. Yeah. And then you kick off to the right. And there was that wonderful log bridge crossing. Yes. And they called it Crystal Ford. I just thought that was miraculous. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. So there was two of those log bridge crossings. One was just one log. <laughs> the other one was bridge, was an actual bridge. Okay. One was a little more civilized yeah. than the other. Yeah. So that was actually the highlight of the of the hike, in my opinion. The bridges? Yeah, the bridges, for sure. They were sure. really pretty. Because they had that billowy snow on yeah. top of them. And, and then the water and the, the, the ice. And, and and we largely had the whole hike to ourselves until... Until that couple showed up. Until... And I don't know if we want to start off with the... Well, I think it's a concern. I think it's a concern. So when we got to Fish Lake, which was entirely frozen... Yeah. Um, what was the first sound we heard when we got to Fish Lake? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some asshat yeah. was flying his drone in the national park. Yeah, and he knew damn well what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the reason why is I knew the drone and I knew that he had to disable yeah. all the notifications. Off. Because it was going to tell you, like, look, you're in a national park. You can't take off. It's yeah. a no-fly zone. And he insisted. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think, is very um, inconsiderate to all the people. I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, you want to take your photos, by all means. It's just that we didn't hike six miles, make a trip all the way from Missoula to Glacier National Park just to hear your drone. Right. <laughs> and, you know, even if he had been there by himself, it's just the idea that there's a, there was a chance that someone else could be there enjoying yeah. it. Well, leave wilderness wilderness. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. You uh, Take pictures. If you want uh, the memories um, to look at, just take pictures. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But um, I thought it was incredibly fucking rude. (laughs) No, it was beyond rude. Yeah. It was beyond rude. And I went down and I... I didn't yell at him. I just told him. You were so, you were very polite and all that. I just told him, hey, look, you're going to get this huge fine. They're going to confiscate it if you get caught. It's illegal. And he was quickish about landing it. I I knew he was still taking footage as he was landing it. Yeah. But. um, He did pretend like he didn't know. He did pretend like he didn't know, and yeah. like and like I said, like I was saying before, I knew that you had to disable all those warnings, yeah, before you even took yeah. off. So yeah. that was definitely the downside of yeah. it. Was kind of this. But uh, you and I made a pact that uh, when we see people destroying the wilderness mm-hmm. or being inconsiderate to others around them or wildlife or nature, we were actually going to speak up. Because right. usually you and I watch and endure because we want to be polite. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. We don't want to ruin the trip, ruin mm-hmm. our own experience. So we just kind of, you know, we take note and uh, bear and grin and, uh, you know, we move on. But um, there's 
starting to be more and more of these people. Um, and somebody's got to say something. Well, and the number of people that are out. I mean, we noticed it all through the summer. Yeah. And even in the winter, when we, when we got to the trailhead at Lake McDonald Lodge, yeah. what was there, five cars in the parking lot? Yeah. And almost all those people were headed up the road to Avalanche. Yeah. And by the time we got back, what was it, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, somewhere in there, in the later afternoon, and that parking lot was filled to the gills. I know. In the wintertime. I, I was actually kind of shocked to see yeah. that much traffic there. So why do you think that is? I mean, I know COVID kickstarted a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. encouraging them to be outdoorsy, go from the couch to right to the wilderness <laughs> with no Google research, with uh, no books and whatnot. Right. Uh, um, what I'm trying to say is, you know, do a little bit of research before you go outside or at least the do's and don'ts. Well, I think there's a lot of people who are. It's great that people are getting outside. I was just, yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to yeah. get. I didn't want to say that, you know, if you're a couch potato or stay a couch potato, you don't deserve to go outside. Right. But I wanted to say, like, you know, people with no experience all of a sudden set out to be, you know, mountain man. And they get out there and they have no clue what they're doing. And uh, they usually end up, you know, it'd be nice if a lot of these people kind of took their cues from others around them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they just, uh, they don't. They just put their heads down and go about, right. you know, as if this is the city and this is New York. <laughs> well, and how many times did we see, you know, seven miles back during the summer and some kid who wants to go take an Instascam photo? Yeah. It literally has a t shirt and chacos on and that's it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I'm, I'm not the biggest safety guy in the world, but. I'm like, what what happens if you got hurt? Weren't with that? I mean, there's no back. Well, for it you. makes the news. If you if you're you and I are both into a lot of hiking groups and whatnot. Right. And, you know, there'd be an article and somebody writes about this really pretty little hiker that uh, wanted to be an insta uh Instagrammer, the famous Instagrammer, and you know, she went too close to the edge and now she's dead. That's what right. happens. You just become a news. You just become another number in the stats. But you never go too close to the edge unless you know what you're doing, right? I hate being <laughs> close to the edge. This guy, on the other hand. I love being close to the edge. No, no, no. no. But We're going to fix that this summer. <laughs> you think so? Yes, I do think so. So, yeah, you actually talked about putting a tether on my belt loop. I am serious about that. <laughs> you we have a tether at home. She's gonna leash me like like a, I just like want to know when you take off so I can keep an eye on you. Because last summer when we hiked St. Mary's, um, I told you not to get close to the edge, and you said okay. And you know we were milling around and whatnot. Um, and this is St. Mary's take, Peak in the Bitterroots. Yes, right. And I, I I'm taking my pictures. I turn around and you're completely gone. You're way at the other end, close. Very, very close to a peak, and honestly, my heart started to beat. My, I wanted to yell out your name, but I thought if I yell your name, it might actually throw you off your balance <laughs> and distract you from the little balance that <laughs> you have little, going on. So I had. just had to like shut up and just, just keep my fingers crossed. And oh my goodness, you have no idea how that felt. <laughs> 
Um, so I wasn't that close this to summer, the edge. <laughs> this summer, we're going to completely take care of that. I'm okay. going to watch you like a hawk. You think so, huh? Yes. Okay, all right. So back back to the crowding problem. Um, I kind of think that's, you know, in the parks, it seems to me that that's becoming this, this huge problem. Like, we noticed the crowding starting, was it two seasons ago? In Glacier, where it was, there was a lineup. Remember St. Mary's Campground on the east side of Glacier yeah, Park? Yeah, yeah. There are people starting the lineup for camp spots at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy town. You know, I actually hate that with all mm-hmm. my being because I want an adventure. I don't want to be sitting in the car at 3 a.m. Like, I'd rather be sitting in the wilderness, you know, right. watching for wolves or, I don't know, the bear that's going to come eat me rather than be in a lineup of cars right. waiting for a fucking parking spot. It just seems ironic, yeah. to say the least. It just it says anything but nature and adventure. Uh, but we have a solution for that this year. We do have a solution. We are getting a rooftop tent on yes. our Jeep. So uh, gorilla camping, gorilla car camping is going to be much easier this year. Yeah. So we'll be able just to tuck into a spot. Nobody knows. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep. And get going in the morning, which yeah. will be fantastic. We're not really in Glacier to, to you know, get a good night's sleep. We just want, like, rest, just get rest. up, yeah. and get back after it. Yeah. Like, shut your eyes somewhere warm, out of the rain, out of the cold and wind, and then... And then go. Yeah, yeah. and get up at 5 a.m. and get after it. Well, so back to our Fish Lake hike. Oh, right. Um, we mm. kind of drifted away. We drift. From, we, 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 but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we said uh, it's going to be a stream of consciousness. There, right? It is a stream of outdoor consciousness. Completely. Speaking of which, I think we should have a libation. I think I think so. it's a perfect time. So uh, we're our first beer on the first podcast. We're going to an old standard for us. And that is the public landowner pale ale from Highlander Brewing in the... What was the saying about Missoula, Montana? The world is full of bastards, and the number progre- progresses the, the further you, you get, get away, away from Missoula, Montana. So he knows that line from the movie "The River Runs Through It." That's right. Um, I think I, yeah, I did like that line too. And do you want to talk about why you keep gravitating towards this beer, even though they don't know that we even exist? <laughs> well, okay. The, the reason why I like the, the public landowner pale ale is it was a collaboration brew with a nonprofit, which happens to be backcountry back hunters and anglers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a lot of great work for conservation and okay. protection of wild lands. And anytime that you can take, you, well, anytime that you can have hikers and mountain bikers and the hunting community and the fishing community all on the same page, page. about an issue, yeah, that has some some power when you go to the powers that be. And ask for something or demand that something not be done. Okay. So what you're trying to say is people from all different walks of life Mm -hmm. actually unite on the one cause. And I think they're giving like 10% of the proceeds to backcountry. So. All right. So that makes it uh, a little bit. It's a worthwhile beer for sure. Yeah. So 
Um, I think it's available only in the state of Montana. Yeah. So either, unless you know us, <laughs> unless you want to trade, this isn't a giveaway situation. <laughs> Somebody wants to trade, like a Bell's Two Hearted or a New Glarus Belgian Red, I will trade with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, I so so wish we had our own brewery so I, we can actually give away beer. I think it's a great way to make friends. But since we don't own a brewery. Now we can just trade. We'll and sell that's how that. you make sure that you don't own a brewery for long. <laughs> giving away. Yeah, giving. <laughs> true that. True that. But uh, you make lots of friends, though, don't you think? <laughs> friends and poor. Yeah. Chin chin. So uh, back to Fish Lake. Uh, when we got there, it was completely frozen. And it was... It had some snow on it, but I walked out on the ice itself, and it was hockey rink smooth frozen. It was really neat. And uh, what did we do on the ice? Um, we made hot toddies. Mm-hmm. Or was it hot chocolate? It was hot. It was spiked hot yes, chocolate. spiked hot chocolate, yeah. So that uh, we had brought with us uh, little things of bourbon. Mm-hmm. And chocolate and the boiled water. I carried water with us. Although what we could have done is just taken the snow, melted it in the... No, we had milk, remember? Oh. We made it rich. I, oh, I, I carried with me milk all the right. way. <laughs> That's why it's a little heavier than water. So. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. So it was actually rich. Yeah. It was kind of hit the spot. You know, lots of calories. And because... It's when you hike in the winter, I find myself more in need of calories than mm-hmm. the summer. Even though in the summertime, uh, you think I would want to eat more because I'm sweating more and, you know, using up calories. But I think it, to keep warm, you use more calories. Than- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also think when you walk in the snow, you're going a little slower, but it's almost like walking in sand where you have that little bit of energy is being, with each footstep, is yeah. being pressed into the snow and lost. Yeah. So your conversion of that muscle power to movement is, yeah. maybe it's 5% lower, maybe, I don't know what the percentage, I know it's fairly low, but it's noticeable over time. Yeah. You go, oh, I'm more tired than I should be. But we got there and we had our spike, and we used our new-ish Jet boil jet flash boil. stove. It was the second it's time. It's straight we... up new. It's not even newish. We only used it twice. Yeah. Well, I, we I'll... did once for a test run in case you know to make sure that it works before mm-hmm. we actually take it out for its uh, yeah for its maiden voyage, as you would say. And I think it's it's actually it lives up to the hype. It says it boils water in 120 seconds, and water was boiling in 120 two seconds. And this was in the winter, and just as a little promo. If people want to see our review of the Jet Boil Flash, yeah. it's on our YouTube channel, which is Mountain Misfits. Just look for the channel name. So that's MTN Misfits. Yes. So uh, we had our spiked hot chocolate, and then we staggered. Warmed up. <laughs> warmed up. Bellies were warm. Yeah, well, bellies were warm, but more importantly, our heads were warmer. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I, I remarked that as long as our heads are in the right uh place uh, as long as we're in the right headspace we can kind of endure <laughs> just about anything so the way back was a lot uh was okay it, was, it didn't okay. seem to drag on for for a while i did notice our uh our pre uh, not our uh tentative talk 
at the lake, like, maybe we take this the Spiri Trail up a little ways. We get to the junction of the Spiri Trail, where all three of us are like, yeah, nah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we decided, you know, we were all feeling good, right? So, right. you know, feeling good and ambitious. And, you know, we went just a yard up and then it was just... It wasn't a trail. We we, yeah. we would have been the first people to set the trail, and we kind of didn't want to be there for what six more hours. <laughs> in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> With an extra walk on the road on the way back, yeah. so it was a great out and back hike, uh, about six miles total. Yeah, and uh, it was nice for us because you and I usually aim high when we go hiking mm-hmm. in. Uh, in the summer, by aim high, meaning we bag mountains. <laughs> yeah, we try to get to the top. We, we go, yeah, we vistas. go to the ridges and the peaks. So, the so the trails down below always get neglected. So, and I'm always curious about what am I missing out, and you know, this was kind of answering that question. Mm-hmm. What did I miss out on? Well, and it was kind of neat because you're right. There's so many of those those. Off of the road, low elevation hikes in Glacier. Yeah. That we just, eh, someday, yeah. you know, eh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, I'd rather get up high and, yeah. and see the world. So it, it kind of gives you, the winter hiking gives you kind of that perfect excuse. To, yeah, to, to do it. And the great part about it is there was enough traffic on the trail that we didn't even have to worry about yak tracks because it wasn't icy. Yeah. And it was packed down enough. We didn't never had yeah, to break was, out snowshoes. It, yeah, was, perfect. it was perfect. We could actually hike and hike it. Mm-hmm. So, so we got that adventure done. Yeah, and we got to graciously stay at flat on Flathead Lake at a cabin. Yeah, other friends like family cabin, which was nice and warm and cozy. We had a great and bonfire. Yes. <laughs> We had a deluxe bonfire. Actually, that very day, we went home and we watched the river runs through it in the cabin. That's right. Yeah. So, which was actually the perfect movie to follow a hike in the mountains with. Yeah, it actually was. It was very relaxing. <laughs> what was that? That's called a notification that someone didn't turn the sound down. Oh, I wonder <laughs> who that is. Who, By the way, I was just going to say that I keep forgetting that the camera is there and my eye automatically goes to those bars you have on your oh, computer. I know you. So people are going to think I'm looking over their heads. And so I, I hate not to, you know, make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And look weird, I suppose. Look weird. So <laughs> I guess we'll get it next time. Plus, I have this big ass camera. Blocking my face. I, Microphone, yeah. Camera, sorry. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get it. You know, you asked me not to ask you the hard questions. We have more going on. We have more going on. <laughs> we did talk a lot, but you want to make us talk more. That's fine. <laughs> Lengthen it out. Lengthen it. No, no, this isn't a length question. But I think uh, for the next episode, yeah, I think we're going to not only talk about Another adventure that we've had recently, or yeah. maybe far in the past, we'll decide. But I think we, we're going to talk about what it is to be a couple who has adventures. Okay. Because I think that's very different. I noticed that when I do things alone, it's a very, you know, I could be the exact same place, but it has a very different feel than when I do it with you. So maybe that's the question you should answer because I'm always hiking with you. 
Oh yeah, you're you, don't, the, you don't do much solo hiking. I don't hiking, do much yeah. solo. You're the solo hiker, so that's actually a question okay. for you. That might be a question that, for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a question for us, but I think it's I have the compare and contrast, and you have yeah. Okay. Well, what about what about uh, BR before Rad? What about that? Well, you went out a little bit. Into no, the... I wasn't hiking. <laughs> no. I don't know why I don't venture off into the wilderness by myself. I don't know. I Maybe I should do it one of these days. Oh, Just I have, you know, around Missoula. Maybe right. around Sentinel. Well, yeah. What about your win- your snowy winter ascent to Sentinel yeah. while we were downtown But that's living? not the same as, you know, going into the wilderness. No, no, no. That's very yeah. urbanish. Yeah. But it was still quite the adventure. It was. She, uh, I actually did like it a lot. So uh, you should tell people what exactly you did. Well, all I did was run from home at, at the time, home at the time, to the bottom of the M, go up the M. And my plan was to just go to the M and come back and mm-hmm. have a, like a straight three mile um, hike plus uh, run. But then I got to the M and I thought I was feeling good. And I saw some people go up. So I just, you know, if they can do it, I can do it. Sort of thing. And then, you know, I kept going up and, you know, maybe just a little bit more and just a little bit more. And before you know it, I'm on top of Sentinel with uh, gym shoes and (laughs) Um, nothing but really um, light gloves and whatnot. But I actually had a blast because I was there by myself and it was uh, right after the first snow. So there was fresh... um, fluffy clouds on top of trees that's the way i can it's not like those clouds but the, the yeah the, the snow it's like a kid drew clouds. yes it, yeah. it, it looked so surreal and unreal i absolutely enjoyed it so which gave me the first taste of solo hiking mm-hmm. and- which makes me want which inspired me to maybe do one more just, yeah. See if I like it more than hiking with others. Hmm. 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 You better not. You better not do that because I like hiking with you. So I can't. Lose, right. I can't lose my hiking buddy. Well, same goes. For you. <laughs> so, um, we'll answer that question. Yeah. The next episode. Yeah. And to kind of close out business, I would like to thank anybody and everybody who watched this or listened to this. This is the very first one. Yeah. Which is kind of exciting that we're doing podcasts because we used to do radio together and then we did podcasts together and then we kind of went, we went podcast silent for we years. Had, yeah, but we had life happening at that time. If we had a bunch of things going on. We had things going on. It's not like, you know, it's not like we drifted off. We went off the grip and, you know, sat on the couch and just, you know. Binge watch, but you know, Talk, talking okay. on the microphone as a priority went way. Yes, way yeah, down. our yeah. priorities definitely changed because life had different plans for us. Mm-hmm. But now that's over and behind us, we are ready to get back on the horse. There you go. Saddle up, cowboy. So, <laughs> where can people see our adventures and to get reviews and all that stuff? We are on Mountain Misfits on just about every social media platform you could think of. Right, so just look up MTN Misfits. Yeah. So acronym Misfits. MTN Misfits. Misfits. 
And we're also at mtnmisfits.com, which hosts this podcast, but also uh, gear reviews, summaries of our hikes. And so if you see a hike that we've done and you would like to do it, you can actually download the GPS file, throw it in your phone, and now you can do the exact same hike we just did. That's so awesome. I did can, not know that. Okay. Oh, um, added you, benefits. I'm I know adding the benefits. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't tell me about that. But in 2018, when you and I got very um, type A about, you know, hiking 600 miles and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, during that time, I had a lot of requests from people who wanted to do our hikes and whatnot and i made them that promise that you know eventually we'll give them our the details and whatnot now they're gonna get i know so i'm kind of glad that we're you know we're uh, i'm keeping my promise that's right and if anyone hears a succession of tapping that is our flicker who has somehow decided one our house is a tree two it's an appropriate tree for a home and what i've had i love flickers flickers are very very pretty except for when it's your office and their nest is on the wall where your head is (laughs) well we we have the flicker here in rad's office but what's going on at the front door tell me oh (laughs) so we have these big picture windows and we have this psychotic song sparrow that sees a reflection in the window of another song sparrow. It's himself. And he spends half hour, 45 minutes every morning going back and forth and posturing on the windowsill at the reflection. Occasionally tapping the window, but nothing too Not violent. occasionally. Actually, this morning he was going at it pretty hard. It was tap, 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 tap. And so we have such a collection of song sparrow poop. <laughs> On our windowsill, because this guy just insists. I've shooed him away. I've tried the. But you know what? I rather have the the taps of uh, bird bills, such as flicker and mm-hmm. a song sparrow, rather than taps of construction oh. right next to me. So maybe we should do an episode dedicated to what it's like to live in the city versus what it's like to live out in the country. And uh, right, because we had country living for a long time, and then we had a month of city living, yeah, and we were both driven absolutely nuts Nuts. by the end of it. It was like every day was just torture. So, uh, hearing birds right now is just music to my ears, it is up your alley, yeah, I like it actually. Perfect. So, we let them know where they can find us, and I'd like to, like you said, once again, just to reiterate, thanks to anyone who wants to subscribe. Or give this podcast a five-star rating. Ooh. We would love that. <laughs> or a review. If you actually want to get on that keyboard and do a little tappa-tappa yeah. and give us a review, I think that would, we would appreciate that yes. immensely. And we're going to be dropping these every Monday. You got it. So that means we got to record seven this week, 18 next week, and then we're... We get like a half-year yeah. backlog, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we realize that this is our first episode. And it's uh, I can't wait till we get to a place where we um, we found, you know how they say, found your voice. We found our voice. Right. And we're kind of settled into a niche and a style. Right. And then, you know, but we go back to the very first episode and I go. Oh, revisit your sins yes. kind of thing. Like, yes. oh. <laughs> yeah. We kind of go, we've come a long way. 
Okay, episode 100, we'll revisit our sins. Okay. All righty. All right. So that's, that's it for us at Mountain Misfits. Anything you'd like to say to the people before we... No, just uh, subscribe. You'll love us. <laughs>